Tuesday, May 9th, Lagba Omer, 5783-2023. You are listening to Weather with Enthusiasm. One of the most phenomenal things that has taken place over the past few weeks, it's really unbelievable, is how warm the bottom of the ocean has gotten across the world. This is something that's not connected to climate change. And this could very well have an enormous impact on the weather for this upcoming year and the future years and people will probably get it confused and assume that this is due to climate change but this has to do with some type of a cycle which scientists do not understand what it is it's just amazing they're trying to figure it out temperatures are going way up This is even before El Nino. The way it works is that over the past three years, we've been under a La Nina weather pattern. La Nina covers up global warming because it produces colder ocean water temperatures out into the Pacific. Following a La Nina, many times an El Nino develops. The National Weather Service has issued an El Nino watch, which means conditions are favorable for the development of an El Nino They're expecting it to develop around September or so. And if it would be going on right now, that could explain at least the warmer temperatures in some parts of the world. And we're talking on the very bottom of the ocean over here. Temperatures have gone up. This is going to impact. How could it not? Most of the world is water. This is... (laughs) I don't know what type of an impact it's going to have because, you know, things are so complicated. It's just so complicated. This causes, there's such a domino effect. There's going to be more clouds. Then if there's more clouds, so some people say, well, there's going to be more heating because the clouds trap in the heat. But the clouds also reflect the sun. But here's the other thing. If there's more clouds, it also could prevent hurricanes from forming. And if the hurricanes don't form, then the heat waves are not going to break up. So anything could really happen. But it's just, I think one of the most interesting things here is that you just see that people do not understand really everything that's going on. There really is no explanation. None of the climate change models, you know, was forecasting something like this. This is it's not connected to that it's you know maybe people will say that climate change is contributing to it these the greenhouse gases but so they came up with a theory one of they come up with a lot of different theories you could read about it in the newspaper the different theories there's no no one really knows they have to come up with something some type of a scientific theory they came up with something they came up with due to uh environmental friendly rules the aerosols went down in the ocean. Boats were not producing aerosols. There was some type of a, to produce cleaner air, something like that. The thing is, is that the aerosols also help cool things off. In fact, when you go back to the beginning of the pre-industrial revolution or the very beginning of that, 
there it wasn't clear to people which one was going to be more are we going to be producing will the industrial revolution be producing more greenhouse gases than aerosol or more aerosol than greenhouse gases the aerosols cool things off the greenhouse gases warm things up they work in the opposite way so <laughs> it's like you reduce the aerosol so now you have less pollution but now you have an increase the of warmer temperatures but no one really knows that that's what's really going on i mean it's just the most fascinating part i think with this and even more so in regards to that record-breaking antarctic heat wave is the fact that nobody really knows what happened so it just shows that our understanding is really limited we don't really have a good understanding sometimes anyways all of that winter weather a week ago we were saying that if there ever anyone who thinks that winter is gone there actually has never been a time of year when winter has had a more firm grip over this country than about a week ago and it's interesting because every year there's something called the blackberry winter and i always thought it came out on may 11th but you know how could it come out on may 11th every year so i think what it is because it happened last year too i think what it is is that temperatures get up and warm up and then there's just something happens and it just gets really cold and that probably was that blackberry winter so once that ends we're warm permanently it's permanently warm unless you live by something like a lake michigan so then you have to deal with the lake all the way until mid-june but the rest of the midwest is just warm we've gone from we just made the transition just now in fact the transition took place earlier this year than it did last year despite the fact we didn't have any extraordinary heat waves last year we had record-breaking heat that took place for several days and then afterwards that transition was made the east coast is going to be uh, getting ready for summer heat, serious summer heat. I don't know about records, but well above normal temperatures for this weekend. As we go into the latter part of the week, where temperatures soar into the 80s, I expect Baltimore. I expect Baltimore to hit 90 degrees. Just <laughs> how could it be that? I don't know. It's just weird. It just does. There's places there that do hit 90. Who knows? Uh, it has to do with the downslope winds off some mountain range just to the west of the Baltimore area. Not all of those areas will hit 90 degrees, but I think there will be some isolated spots either in Baltimore or close to Baltimore that will hit 90 degrees on one of those days. We're, we're holding at a time of the year when the solar insulation is very intense. And that's the story. So... Here in the Chicago area, we have to deal with those winds off of Lake Michigan. St. Louis, Missouri has a chance of hitting 90 the Shabbos, but you have high humidity. That's going to be one thing that, you know, the high humidity, the when you have the water temperatures in the Gulf of Mexico go up, so you can really get some high humidity. But again, if that should produce thunderstorms, that lowers the chances of precipitation north of there. So things are very complicated. And that's what we have to say for today. 
Thank you for listening. I wish everyone a great week. This trailer was updated at the very end of January 2023. We have two things going on. We have evaporative cooling and we also have dynamic cooling. And the two are coming together to produce a major snowstorm in the deep south. The only time you could blame cold air on climate change is when it's a result of the stratosphere warming, which is what causes all the Arctic air to come down south. The way to get a six-inch snowstorm here in the Midwest and in the Southern Plains has always been you need three ingredients. It's hard to believe the numbers that are being forecasted. Several additional feet of snow is expected by Monday morning. <gasps> yes! Hey, we have a special guest on our show. Uh, what is your name? Kitabis. 27.1 parametric pressure feet of snow are falling in Japan. Oh my god. That's the time of celebration. Just Google weather with enthusiasm and they're all going to come up.